Hey, this is Gary. This is Mike. And Daniel. We're not professionals. We're just three addicts sharing our experiences, strength, and hope regarding recovery. Having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to other addicts and to practice these principles in our lives. Welcome to another episode of the 12th Step Podcast. This is Mike. This is Gary. And this is Daniel. I'm, I'm excited about this topic. I bet uh, you are. <laughs> I'm excited about this topic. It's uh, it's one that we've been spending quite a bit of time in uh, in our own uh, in our own sage groups right now. But it, uh, it it resonated tonight, and so obviously when we had a chance to come together and and start podcasting, I think it was one that was relevant. I have seen and and correct me if I'm wrong in your own sort of research of of material that's out there. But this topic and this idea of resilience mm. that exists out there. And I heard probably the best description, and I'm going to have to call him out to, to let him know. But uh, this is our this is our uh, our common counselor, uh, Shane, and he's just done a great job. I, I, so I was I, I I had in my mind about what the idea of resilience was, but I asked him point blank what he thought. And I, here's his one here's his one sentence response, and I, I love this. Resilience is the ability to play a poor hand well. Mm-hmm. I like that. That is that that is spectacular. Now, you know, I'll say a lot of things on here about Shane and this, that, or the other, but I will tell you that that was a that was a fantastic response. That's, That's a gem. That is a gem, and I think uh, part of the reason why I thought that was so helpful is because, like again, there's so much, so much uh, in the, in the in the recovery world. There's so much discussion about this topic mm-hmm. of resilience and what it is, but. But I can't think of a better description than that. Now, we're dealing with something like 12 or 15 topics that uh, uh, we call expert systems that all have the ability to build resilience. And yeah. as we were discussing earlier tonight, this is probably a great list to start from, but each one of us are individuals, and so perhaps there's going to be other things that are unique to us. So I'm just going to read this uh, this list, and then we can we can talk as much as we'd like to about some of these specifics uh, the list is this. Intention. I think we have a pretty good idea about what intention is. Intention, self-care, accountability, study, reflection, recovery, support, intuition, spirituality, which I think is a, a really relevant topic, perspective, consciousness, compassion, and mindfulness. And obviously the book spends you know a page or two with each one of these topics. So I wanted to just kind of uh, just drop into this idea that, that the more we know, the more we understand about these particular things. In fact, the subsequent pages, I'm just going to read you. A, we, we, what we do in the book is we actually go through and make an assessment about where we think we're at in relation to those 10 or 12 topics. It says a high rating in dimension would indicate a regular, that we're regular, intentional, and automatic and used in, and used in our daily life. Obviously, a lower score would indicate that we have work to do. So there's, you know, there's obviously an assessment in each one of these that we, we work through. What, do you, what are your thoughts on the idea of resilience and then, more importantly, these 12, these 12 expert systems that, that give you some evaluation about where you're at in resilience? Well, I, I, think, I think I'm going to take just a minute and maybe define kind of the idea of an expert system. All right. And this, is, this is where you become so proficient in something that it ceases to be something that you do and begins to be something that you are great point okay very great you've point. you've uh 
one that I think illustrates illustrates uh, my, my idea or my definition really clearly is the idea of kindness. You know, you start by doing kind things and it's a deliberate decision. You practice that. But right. the more you do that and the more consistently you do that, you cease doing kind things and you become kind. kind. It's right. just your nature now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So keep that in mind as we discuss, mm-hmm. as we discuss these different points and how, how have we created these to become expert systems in our own life right. that it's, it's now just part of our nature. We've integrated it into our nature. I think that's a great point to bring up, especially as I think about the first word here, which is intention. I think even from our last podcast, you'd identified the fact that in your acting out behaviors, you used to play video games, right? Mm-hmm. And now somehow, some way, intentionality is permeating into your life in such a way that it doesn't mean I'll never touch a video game again. What it means now is, is that I'm playing video games now with my children, and it's used as a means for us to do things together. Yeah. Right. They're at that place where playing a video game is a real relevant thing. And so if, it, if it's something that can be used to spend time together with family, the intentionality side of it, that's a very healthy thing. Yeah. That's a very healthy thing. So that's a great point. It's, you're, no longer, you're no longer thinking about being intentional. You are an intentional individual. Right. Yeah. You just... It's part of who you yeah, are. It's yeah, it's just part of who you are. You go through life very intentionally. Yes. You know, every, I'm doing something, you know, I'm, and... Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely... I mean, that's one of the great things about recovery and going through at least the SAGE program that I found. Because yeah, it used to be... Man, I'd sit on my phone for hours just scrolling through sure. Facebook, social media, whatever, just to see what the next thing someone else said or what was the next great news out there that I needed to know right um you know and I did the same thing I, you know I'd spend hours on on my my laptop like oh I have to, I should put together some dumb video or whatever yeah now it's it's very much so I'm on there for work and if I'm on there for anything else checking email or anything like that I have a very intentional purpose as to why and it's a very short window of time so I'm mm-hmm. not sitting there scrolling right if I do jump on Facebook it's to check messages. It's not to go scrolling through. If there is something important, someone's gonna, you know, send me a They'll message about know. it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna go scrolling for some yeah. uh, some randos uh, person's uh, post about what they did over the weekend. Right. I don't need right. to know that because I mean, unfortunately, Facebook just sends you a bunch of garbage. But if there's a b- good friend of mine or a family member that, you know, hey, so-and-so passed away over the weekend, or hey, we're doing this this next weekend, do you want to join us? They're going to message me. If they're not messaging me there, they're going to call me or they're going to text me. Uh, So I don't need to go searching for things anymore. I can be intentional. I'm checking. I'm done. I'm out. Right. Um, Right. You know, and the same thing with TV. Man, I used to spend, you know, it was so dumb. I'd go to watch a show. And I'm like, I don't really want to watch that. Then I'd spend like an hour and a half. I'd realize like an hour and a half going through all the possible shows in like Netflix. And then I'd never pick a show. And I wasted an hour and a half that I could have watched a show for. Or done done something else. Yeah. You know, it was, this might be a little off topic. What was interesting to me is I remember, I remember this is the moment that I decided I needed to get rid of my smartphone is that my son was sitting on my lap and we were scrolling. Mm-hmm. We were just scrolling through. Yeah, mindless nonsense. Well, we were yeah. just, I can't even remember exactly what we were doing. We were looking for something to watch. Yeah. And then I realized that just the process of scrolling, just flipping, I thought, oh my gosh, this is activating. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. I've got to be done. Yeah. I can't do this. 
and 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 that's that's what that 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 was the thing that's like no this is going to be a problem for me yeah. i need to put it away wow. for right now and so well, i did and i'm very similar with looking on netflix mm-hmm. it's like okay i have to know what i want to watch right. and if i don't know in five minutes then i'll go do something else i'm right. not going to watch tv yeah, yeah. Uh, because i'm just mindlessly doing something right. i'll go do something where it's go out with my kids or go for a walk or something no. which kind of pushes into that self-care thing right well yeah and these are going to kind of cross over yeah. oh yeah anyway, absolutely but, but it's interesting i remember very clearly the first time i got on a computer mm-hmm. in in um in recovery i remember very clearly the first time i got onto a computer and it was to check email and i logged onto the computer checked my email responded mm-hmm. logged off and went and i remember very clearly the first time i did that and not being it not occurring to me to do anything else and i was you know i put it all away and i was on to the next subject or task and i realized oh my gosh i just checked my emails and that's all i did did. yeah you know i did it like normal people did (laughs) you know and it was so thrilling it's so thrilling because somewhere in there i was starting to have that little transition where it stopped being something that i was doing Mm -hmm. and started becoming something i was becoming in fact in fact uh our common counselor shane you know he very frequently he likes to likes to remind us all he says stop being a human doing and start being a human human being being. yeah another great comment another great comment yeah i mean and it's kind of interesting like my laptop is sitting over there i was on it for 30 minutes today i haven't been on it the rest of the day you know but in the past i was on it a lot right i mean it was so bad that i know my kids were like can you just shut it so we can go do something and i'm like oh just just give me five more minutes five more minutes which turned into an hour or two hours and now it's like it's like oh man i really got to do that let me you know i turn to my kids hey give me five minutes i got to do this i go do it i close it and And i'm back to doing what i'm doing yeah, that's uh, that's when intentionality has become an expert system in your life, rather than rather than uh, uh, just something we think about and talk about. Yeah, that's a great one. The next one I think I, I find really fascinating. Uh, the next one is self care. Uh, this one's really interesting because I'm noticing how it creeps into my life. And you know, Gary will have an awful lot to share with this. I know mm-hmm. for several of our podcasts, he's talked about he's talked about self care, but. I'm amazed at the effect that self-care has on my disposition, mm-hmm. my well-being. Yeah. And then when I find that I'm not taking care of something uh, personally uh, like I'd like to, that, that it weighs on me heavily and that it affects me in ways that are, that are negative. But, uh, and it's great. That's, a, that's, that's fantastic that, that's fantastic that recovery is sort of illuminating those kinds of mm-hmm. things for mm-hmm. me. So that's been really helpful. I'm curious to hear your take on that. In on self-care? Yeah, on self-care. Well, there are certain areas of self-care that I need to do better at for sure. Oh, yeah. I should probably go hit the gym or something. I don't know. Take a walk. <laughs> put down the M&Ms. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but, um, I've, and I've shared on this podcast, even even now, self-care is a really, really good indicator as to where I am. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, the first thing that usually glows is flossing my teeth. If I stop, or, or laundry. If either one of those things start to slip mm-hmm. that's usually a hmm wonder what's what, going on what's up world? buddy what are we <laughs> <Yeah>. doing <laughs> you know in, in fact oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, i don't know there have been times i've jumped into bed at the end of a long day and think oh, i need to brush my teeth and then i think to myself if i don't i'm saying screw you gary <laughs> <laughs> no all right i'll get up and yeah. do it and, but it's, it's interesting you bring that up uh, about uh, 
uh, about about uh, three months ago, I was diagnosed with diabetes, mm. which is changing, uh, which is changing my universe of how I get to eat, mm-hmm. how yeah. I get to, and, and the, the 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 importance that exercise has on my overall being. And I will tell you, so I'm down 25 pounds right now. Good job. So nice. I'm waiting for the clap from the audience. Don't you have that little button where people clap or something? Yes, like that? but I don't know which button it is. <laughs> just, just try one. I'm, afra- I'm afraid that it's hey, going to do something. Confront your fear. What you got? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was, yeah. that was, that was totally it. wrong. That's what I, I, I was afraid. I, there, there we go. We go. There. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> After we had the sad trombone. <laughs> that was absolutely brutal. Thank you, Dan. That was horrible. <laughs> you did ask him. <laughs> you did. And I said, I don't know what button it is. Oh, like, that really Do hurt. it. Go that for really it. <laughs> I'm going to get back to my story. <laughs> The point being is, is that in some cases that there's it's doctor imposed, right? It's yeah. health imposed. That self care suddenly becomes real relevant in your life, mm-hmm. and I'm noticing that when I pay attention to how I eat, when I pay attention to the amount of exercise that I get, I try and knock out ten thousand steps a day. But if if I do those sorts of things, I am in a better place, much better place, and mm-hmm. I'm amazed at how that affects me. So that those are becoming. You know, call it doctor enforced, but those are becoming self care. Those are becoming uh, expert systems simply mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I have to. I simply have to. Well, do you know what? To be fair, there's a lot of things that we don't. You have to hit rock bottom. <laughs> sure. No, I'm not. I'm not making light of the situation. Right, no, but a lot of times, you have to make a, a major life change yeah. it, it, because you have to. You have well, to. Well, in my case, though, I mean, I never did self care. It was never something that was ever taught to me. It was never something I ever knew. So growing up, it was just always, you know, you had to work, you had to provide, you had to do everything. So I was always, you know, burning the candle on both ends and, you know, dealing with my addiction, trying to, you know, trying to hide that, trying to keep it to myself while everything's imploding and exploding and then having to reset and, you know, that, that typical cycle. Mm -hmm. Um, I know, you know, and all the time that I was seeing other therapists and that, not one of them ever suggested self-care. Right. Not one of them ever suggested, you know. Yes, meditation was mentioned, but I didn't know how to do that. Sure. You know, sure. and I, I didn't even know what that meant. You know, and then coming into the sage and that, and then like, yeah, you know, and he, talking with Shane, he's like, self-care is critical here. And, Absolutely. And I'm literally like, what, what is this? Everyone keeps saying this <laughs> word, but what is this? It means brush your teeth, man. You know, <laughs> and then when he started breaking it down and even talking with Gary, it's like, you know, brushing my teeth is self-care? Yeah. Like flossing? Like, yeah taking a shower, doing my laundry. And then once I did that, like, well, I have been doing self-care, but I've been doing it poorly. Right. You know, I haven't been putting me first, and that's really what it was, is I needed to, because I kept putting everyone above me. I was always like at the bottom of the totem pole. Doing it intentionally? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, you know, nice. I, I was, See how those interrelate? <laughs> I was always at the bottom, and, but at the same time, because I always put myself at the bottom, I always felt worthless. I always felt like everyone was more important yeah. than I was because I never took the intentional steps of putting me at a higher place. And so, you know, at the end of the day, I'd be worn out. I'd be, I'd have no energy. Kids would be frustrated with me mm-hmm. because, well, I wasn't paying attention to them or I wasn't doing things they wanted me to do. You know, my ex wasn't, she was upset with me because I wasn't participating or helping out as much as she thought I should be right. at that point. Right. Despite, you know, my lack of energy and everything. And it would just be, oh, there it is. I'm just more worthless. Yeah. Instead know? of, you know, taking the time mm-hmm. to take care of myself, where even if I was tired, I wouldn't be looking at that and be like, oh, yeah, I've just, I've, I'll just give a little extra. Yeah. yeah. You know, and if, if, I, if I don't 
make it, that's okay. Or or even saying, you know, I just I'm at the end of my you know mm-hmm. my bucket's empty. Go give. Me, can I go take like a twenty minute nap, or can I go take a, a break, mm-hmm. recharge, and come back? Right. So bring these all back full circle. These are fantastic ideas. These are we're talking about these in terms of being expert systems. Yeah. But let's be real. They may be developing oh, yeah. systems, exactly, right? Yeah. But all of these things, when we work on them, are are, are intended to build resilience, mm-hmm. which, again, mm-hmm. is this ability to play a poor hand well, right? That's the whole point is, is that life is going to deal us a difficult hand, and the ability then to be resilient enough to deal with that in a in a graceful manner is is what this is all about. And these, these systems are the things that sort of feed that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to move on to the next one, which is kind of a fun one. It's the, the word is accountability. And I, I know this is a great one for me because if there was anybody along the way that sort of resisted the idea that I, somebody was looking over my shoulder, I resisted that an awful lot. And it's kind of fun now as I'm mentoring some of these Sage One groups, some of these people who are just moving into their first phases of account of, of, uh, of recovery mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and how resistant they are to having anybody have any kind of accountability over them whatsoever. And it's fun to see people move through their recovery in a way such that we welcome accountability. Mm-hmm. We look forward to the fact that someone's looking over us. I remember a comment you made to me one time. It's always stuck with me. I was bemoaning the fact that that my wife was doing these things on the the personal computer at home and putting all these controls and everything else. And I was really frustrated by that. And and I remember your comment to me was, it's a horrible thing to be loved. And and I will tell you that that, that, uh, that stung. (laughs) It stung an awful lot, but that there's some truth to that. It's a horrible thing to be loved. And, uh, and then I start thinking about that. You know what? She's, Although I know she's doing these sorts of things to, to protect her as well, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but the reality of it is is that she wants me to be successful, and that's a great thing. That's a fantastic thing. Do you know I love, I love that um, accountability is such a fascinating thing mm-hmm. because if you make yourself accountable, it is such a powerful, powerful tool. Right. But if it's ever imposed upon you, you resent it almost <laughs> immediately. Oh, yeah. So, so there's something there. It's almost like you have to be intentional and... And you want to take care of yourself, and so you have to to see what I did there. Yep. <laughs> so, Got it. So, yeah. so you need to uh, make yourself accountable to things. And do you know what? The the more the more I've gotten used to the idea of making myself accountable. You know, uh, when I go to work and things like that, and I have things that I have to be accountable for. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's like it's just not a stress. It's just something. Yeah, it's just, it's just an. Of course, why wouldn't I have to be accountable for right what it is I'm mm-hmm. supposed to be doing? My you know? time, my yeah, uh, you yeah. know, my progress, my whatever, yeah. yeah, whatever it is, my productivity, whatever it exactly. is, exactly. And and this goes to that resilient resiliency thing, mm-hmm. you know. If it's a huge stress or used to be a huge stress in my life that I would have to be accountable on, and it would just drive. I I still know people that I work with who haven't got their head around this yet, and and that kind of stuff is it's just such a stress to them right you know but you know you can develop a little resiliency if this becomes one of your systems and accountability is just a part of your life and you just yeah of course why would it be any different mm-hmm. i want to be accountable i want and to in be, fact yeah. i want to be i mean of the people i love i i want to be accountable to them i want them to know that i'm doing well i want mm-hmm. them to know that i'm because that creates trust yeah one of our biggest complaints that we have is why doesn't my wife trust me and it, part of it has to do with our accountability to them. Yeah. It's something I, 
I haven't thought about this in a long time. It's something I used to say all the time. It's if you want somebody to trust them, you have to give you have to give them some honesty to work with. <laughs> Absolute truth there, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's a that's a fantastic one. Uh, uh, the next study, study thoughts. Well, I mean, study is study. like anything. I mean, if you want to learn how to do something, you have to study. You have to learn about it. You, you have to learn how to do it correctly. Uh, I mean, no different with you know resilience and with recovery. And, and study is one of those things that's going to feed into a lot of other things. Yeah. You know, if you have if you can develop good study habits, and th- that idea, that idea is just part of who you are that you study. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to get better at whatever it is you're doing. Yeah, sure. You, you know, whether it's recovery or, you know, um, work, mm-hmm. uh, spirituality, uh, um, yeah. name the it. The list goes on. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, a, a lot of the items on this list, I mean, like, I didn't know what self-care was. So I had right. to learn about it. I had to right. study about it. And right. once I knew, mm-hmm. oh, I can implement that. Mm-hmm. And then I can make that better. Same thing with accountability. I was very weak in accountability. But I learned about it, yeah. and I learned, you know, I studied on how to be better. I yeah. mean, by being honest and forthright, uh, and, you know, and that can go on to, you can even study on how to be more reflective or l- listen mm-hmm. to that that inner voice or, uh, what does Shane call it, the inner, inner observer, inner observer. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, there's study. I think is, I don't think is that, a critical. I don't one, think though. that that's necessarily just Shane's identification. Okay. Of it. <laughs> Let's get Fair Patrick Carnes some okay. credit there. Patrick Carnes. Well. <laughs> <laughs> and congratulations. Else yes, yeah. ever had the thought. <laughs> Dang it. I just said congratulations <laughs> to myself. <laughs> Who hurt you guys today? <laughs> All right. <laughs> so uh, interesting. No, I think I think study is the vehicle that that allows you to get better at whatever it is you want to do. Yeah. I agree. So a good study habit is a powerful tool because you can apply that to any one of a number of yes. things. Yes. I, and and I think I think you need to keep in mind that, that remember that that uh, I'm going to use speaking. Okay, mm-hmm. I can speak English. Yes. Okay, but with a little bit of study, I could further master it. Mm-hmm. And that's or or you know sure or and and I could take that discipline as far as I wanted to go. Same with music or recovery mm-hmm. or any learned skill. You know, the more you study can can take you farther and you will get better. Yeah. I was just thinking again of, of some of these folks that start their recovery mm-hmm. that are so resistant to study. Oh, yeah. Do your homework. <laughs> <laughs> that somehow, some way, the, the magical words that are spoken in one of those meetings is going to distill like the dew from heaven and settle on their mind. And, and tomorrow I'll be different. And it just doesn't work that way. It just simply doesn't work that way. You know, I, it, it requires a tremendous amount of effort and study on their part. I, I've sat through several of those those same <laughs> groups, and it, it, there's always one or two sure. that just they show up and they're they're not doing the work. And it's you know, of part of me we're, is we're thrilled to have them. I mean, there. yeah, but thrilled. part of me is it's wondering a great place to start. Yeah, yeah, are you just there because your wife's told you? Are you, you just there caught. because you think you know you're gonna? through osmosis, you know, <laughs> learn this yeah. because what's your intention? Man? Yeah. I mean, again, what's the intention? Cause yeah. I, I mean, I know I was, and I wasn't 
great at it and there was still i was still hesitating and not fully in but i was still doing the work and i was still moving forward even if it was one chugging step at a time for when you know things finally clicked it was like wow and i just took off running but you know those individuals that aren't putting in any work you know as we put it are just tourists it just boggles me and i know i was there for a long long time even before i came to the sage program because i was doing that in my my marriage it was just like i'd get caught oh yeah i'll do this this and this i wasn't really giving that effort and taking the time to study and learn and better understand my my addiction and my problem and how to overcome it yeah i think that's true uh, moving on, uh, we're there. I think there's what is there a dozen of these. One, two, three, four, five, six. So we'll talk about six of them here and how they okay. affect at least. But uh, the next is reflection. I love this word. I absolutely love the word reflection. I'm. I was never one to spend much time reflecting on a what it is that I have done or b where I wanted to go. How did that work for you? <laughs> <laughs> he, that, he he was see, congratulated a yeah. lot. <laughs> See, I just invited you to do there. Yeah, How I did. did. That work for you? I did. <laughs> All right. Thank you. And that's pro- that's what brings me to my to my point of recovery mm-hmm. is uh, I'm amazed at how much more how much more a higher power is able to do with me if I spend time thinking about what it is and working through my own mm-hmm. material and then reflecting on what I've learned. Uh, that that if I spend time with that, if I actually spend time with that, that that it becomes much more meaningful to me individually. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. So reflection is a big part of, uh, it's, it's, it's an expert system, but that it's that ability then to, as, we, as we think through some of the stuff that we've learned and understand that's developing this level of resilience, right? Mm-hmm. It's it, that when we're faced with those sorts of circumstances, again, we'll intuitively know how to act. That sounds an awful lot like ninth step, I promise. Yeah. Have, you guys, have, you guys noticed, have you guys noticed that um, if you go down these, these, there's an element of work and sacrifice in all of Every them? Every one of them. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Self-reflection, reflection on what you've done is going to require is is going to be uncomfortable and even painful right. at times when you stop and think about oh yeah and I'm not <clears throat> you know and it could be I don't know because because that's something that you should really get in the habit of doing every day when you sit down at the end of the day and think to yourself okay how did I do today right what did that look like what could I have done differently what did I do right what do I want to keep and take with me and what do you I know, want to improve on what do I want to improve on yeah nothing puts me in a more grateful place. I'm glad you said, went there. Uh, then when I think about, when I, when I contemplate the destruction, the, the wake of destruction of my addiction has been, mm-hmm. and the fact that the people I love are still with me. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. So when I reflect on that, when I contemplate that, when I think about that and reflect about, I, I remember... I remember the day that I told my wife that I was a, I was an addict and the news came out in that conversation that she'd contemplated taking her own life and how stunned I was. I was just literally taken back by that piece of information, that piece of news. And I have reflected on that a lot over the last several years, just of how, how absolutely obtuse I was, how blind I was to literally everything that was going on and the difficult experience that she was having. And so to reflect on that and to, to find myself, that brings me to a place of humility, but it also brings me to a place of tremendous gratitude that she's she made a decision to stay. There are so many in this space that they choose not to. Yeah. And how grateful I am that uh, 
that every day she makes the decision that I'm going to stick it out another 24 hours is a big deal to me. That's a big, big deal. So, um, yeah, so I'm grateful for that. And that requires some amount of reflection. If I, I can go through every single day and not think about any of that and uh, how much better I am, how much better off I am when I think about those things. So reflection, I think, is a powerful, powerful tool. Oh, yeah. Well, well, and not only that, I mean, for me, I, I'll do something, and sometimes I'll step back and go, okay, well, may, wait a minute. Did I, am I on the right path? Because I know in the path, past I would react this way. It's not quite the same, but maybe it's too close. Right. And so there's sometimes I'll reach out and I'll soundboard it off of someone like, hey, this is the situation. This is what I've done. Am I, am I in the right headspace? Because I want to make yeah. sure I am. Um, because maybe there's a little bit too much emotion in there uh, in the situation. So I want to make sure I'm in, in the right spot. And, uh, you know, in the past, man, I, I know for a fact I would just I, I'd be emotionally triggered and I'd just write off an email and I'd ship it out and it didn't matter what. Right. You know, whatever bomb exploded, whatever, <laughs> it just that would that would come back flying at me. I'd get triggered again, not, launch another volley of bombs across the Internet. Uh, email wise or even vocally you know if it was in person instead now it's like oh, I need I to take a moment yeah. I'm going to think about this I'm going to digest this I'm going to chew on it I'm going to write my thoughts down Yeah. and then I'll chew on it some more I'll write some more thoughts down and then I'm going to talk to someone yeah. Insta- and then after I've done that then I'll write something out and then I'll send it uh, which is such so different and it m- normally by doing that at that point you know, the tone of the message is completely different. Right. The f- what I'm feeling is different. I'm not right. feeling supercharged and like, ah, oh, I'm going to go I'm run gonna over. I'm going to tear that person it, apart. Yeah, it's yeah. just like, wow. Where, where were they when they, they sent that to me? What yeah. headspace were they in that, you know, I happen to be the recipient of that. Right. And I'm not, I'm not going to feed into that. Yeah. And they must be wounded or hurt. I'll respond very blankly or even you know there's sometimes where it's not even something like that it's just man i woke up and i'm just feeling wrong yeah <laughs> and off and i need to talk to someone you know i i've done some reflecting but i can't figure it out so let, i'm going to talk to someone else and then reflect with them and maybe they can oh shed some light shed yeah. some light like, oh man it's got to be this or i'll get some offhanded remark from from gary that He's like, oh my gosh, you're right. It that's it. Yeah. Um, that's the that's what it is. But I couldn't put a name to it. Right. So how many of times we've had those? Right. Yes. That's kind of fun. Which is great. <laughs> it's yeah. Gary's superpower. You know that's and that's why you need recovery support. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> which is. Look at that. He's lobbed right into the last one. <laughs> Why don't you Why don't you lead us on there, Gary? The idea of recovery support is the sixth topic. An expert system. Yes. And actually it is. It is. And um, this one, this one, um, you need to craft and maintain. Yes. You know, yeah. uh, you know, you have to, you know, you get your sponsor and you get, you know, you get sponsees and you mentor people and you have your therapist and you have the people that you've come in contact with and, and maintaining those relationships and, pe- and keeping current, you know, even especially your, your, your spouse or, you know, your primary, your primary relationship, you know. Um, you have to spend something like if you have a if you have a healthy relationship, you have to spend something like a minimum of ninety minutes 
a week, you know, to, to make fostering those relationships and and just to, to, to maintain that kind of stuff. So, but to have a, to have recovery support, this is not something that you can do by yourself. Right. And, and your best thinking got you where you're at. So you need to bring other people on board. You need to bring other people on board so that you can bounce ideas off of them and, 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 uh, you know what I mean? Exactly. So oh, you, absolutely. Because you, you've got to get that, that insight. And I love the fact that you, you, you bring up the idea that these, these relationships require some effort on your part. Mm-hmm. We're not very good at, at working a relationship sort of thing. I, I, I've seen it even, even in the recovery circles where, you know, we'll have a sponsor sponsee mm-hmm. sort of relationship. And, and, um, and in fact, in our relationship, right? I mean, I, I need to be better at reaching out to you and saying, hey, this is where I'm at or that yeah. sort of stuff. <clears throat> Those are all important relationships that require Absolutely. fostering and requiring. Had we not, you know, w- if we didn't get together and podcast and go to a couple of groups together, things like that, you probably wouldn't know what's going on in my life. And you'd be yeah. thinking, man, what a deadbeat as a sponsee. But and in some cases, those people that I've been sponsors on, I haven't heard from in months. Mm-hmm. And I think that, uh, so those well, recover- yeah. that recovery support requires some real-life fostering efforts. I, I, am, I am going to give us a little bit of credit. Because, you know, we do get together and we go to support That's or, true. you know, to mentor things. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I would say that I would like to believe that, that if, we, uh, if we didn't have those, we'd find another way to maintain it. That's probably true. I, I would agree you know, with that. Because you know, we, we maintained that. it for a very long time. With right. But I do want to point something out. Have you noticed that how well the recovery support affects everything that's come before? You know, yes. it gives you stuff to study. It's a great way to make yourself accountable. Um, somebody that you can, you know, bounce your reflections yeah, well, that's kind of a funny way to say that. Bounce your reflections off of it. <laughs> Reflect with. <laughs> Reflect with. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you. But but you see what I mean? I do. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of crossover on all these yes. things, and, and they 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 build and it's synergize. Got a great really element well. of self care associated yeah. yes. with it. Oh yeah. So yeah, oh, yeah. yeah the lots of uh, very much intertwined. Yeah, well, I can't. You know, even listening to this podcast to a certain extent can be a little bit of well, it's kind of a well. If you email us, you could. Yeah, but yeah. but you know what I mean. You're I do. doing. You're actively doing things. With well, I mean, listening to the podcast is just another form of study. They're learning more oh, things about their recovery. That's a great point. Yeah, great point. You know, and at the same time, they you know after listening to it, they may be reflecting. Mm-hmm. You know, they they are taking the intentional purpose of listening to us. It is an act of self care on their part, and it's a part of recovery support. I think so. And do you know what? So. It's a way for us to make ourselves accountable. Exactly. To the world. Yeah, that's right. All those are yeah. good. Yeah, so we're, so we're kind of doing all that. Sum those. all that up. Is that what you did? Yep, just yeah. summed it up. Are we out of time? Is that <laughs> we what are you're out of time. Oh, yeah. Well, I think it's a, I, these are great topics. So I think it might be wise for us to actually explore the other six here in maybe a, a second episode yes, or something absolutely. like that. Because I think, I think so. the topic of re- resilience is, you know, there isn't there isn't a counselor in the universe out there of, of recovery that isn't talking about the topic of resilience. Sure. It's a measurable. It's a it's a it's a relevant important piece of mm-hmm. recovery in any space. So they're all talking about it. So the, this list is this list is incredibly helpful and incredibly useful. So I, I agree. Let's so uh, we'll, we'll move on to a second episode to talk about some of these others. But re- for now, repeat that thing about Uh-oh. the hand. We're dealing with the hand. Yeah, Shane's dealing with uh, explanation, explanation for resilience. I want you to repeat it. The ability resilience uh-huh. is identified as this: the ability to play a poor hand well. Okay. All right. I think that's fantastic. Yes.
for anybody who's played I, cards. I, 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 that's I love the idea that resilience keeps you in the game. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Very good. I like that. With that, this is Mike saying, do the work necessary to find the peace that recovery can bring. <laughs> this is Gary saying, do the next right thing. And this is Daniel saying, find the humility in your recovery. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you like this episode, please give us a five-star rating on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you find us. As a fellowship of recovering addicts, Sex Addicts Anonymous offers a message of hope to anyone who suffers from sex addiction. Check out saa-recovery.org.